Hi, usually you would have something spooky and creepy in your RSS feed for uh, Halloween, but I thought I'd give you access to one of the Patreon-only episodes about While You Were Sleeping. I'm doing a DVD chapter by DVD chapter podcast about that movie. It's called While You Were Casting. You can have access to all of the episodes I've already recorded about it and all of the upcoming episodes about it as well. If you go to patreon.com and search for Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. And uh, this is one of the first few episodes I did uh, with Dawn, my sister. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks. And happy Halloween, belatedly. Hi, thanks for pledging on uh, patreon.com to Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. This is While You Were Casting, a DVD by DVD chapter fan cast for the movie While You Were Sleeping. I'm your host, Megan Tripp, and with me today is Not Another Bad Movie Podcast previous guest, Dawn. Hey. <laughs> hey, Dawn. Hi, Megan. My sister, Megan. How are you? <laughs> I know. I was like, did I mention that she's my sister? I, or is that just like common knowledge at this point? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's It's been a while since you've been on the show. So it's oh, possible yeah. that if you've only just started listening to the show that you miss this information. <laughs> yes. So so you know. <laughs> the now more you know. You know. Oh, what a jingle. So today we watch chapter four, The Fateful Day. Yes, very important day. Yes. <laughs> you all know if you've seen the movie right. how important this day is. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, is this like, I guess this is still rising action, right? Because the actual whatever it is it's the thing that sets everything into motion there you go <laughs> this is the reason why, why there's a movie this is the premise behind the whole thing there you, yes <laughs> this is it <laughs> so did you see while you were sleeping when it was in theaters i did way back when what was it 96 when it came out I 95 believe? 95 thank you megan she is an expert on this movie her favorite movie of all time <laughs> I don't know if I'm an expert, but I definitely have internet connection and access oh. to imdb.com. Well, there you go. <laughs> and it's important uh, factoid to know the, the date the, the movie yeah. comes out. Yes. I mean, it's the very least I could do. Let's get that right. <laughs> you saw it in the theater too, right? I don't think so. I think okay. the first time I saw it, I saw it on a blockbuster VHS. Ah, wow. A year what later. What a difference. <laughs> <laughs> So I saw it in 1996. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. I thought we went out as a family, but I guess maybe just me and Meg Kathleen went. I feel like you and Kathleen and mom went, but that can't be right. No. Who knows? Well, how old were you when that came out? 95? Um, five plus two i was seven. Oh, okay maybe we thought you were too young for it was it is it pg-13 or something no i think it's pg yeah i don't think there's anything 13 in there <laughs> yeah i mean there's the mention that a man has testicles <gasps> oh my goodness uh, <laughs> an upcoming not chapter. to spoil anything but the men in this movie have testicles oh. <laughs> or at least testicle yes uh yeah no it's rated pg okay yeah i don't know why you didn't go 
Or maybe I did go it. I just don't remember. Yeah. I could have forgotten. And then we got it on VHS. And that's the thing I remember. Yeah. That probably is it. Yeah. Seven-year-olds. They can't be trusted. <laughs> remember things when they're no. 31. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember seeing that movie and just being like, this is the sweetest romantic comedy I've ever seen. It was just so good. Sorry. I just realized something. Oh, no, we're fine. Okay. Sorry, my brain stopped. Uh-oh. And then I had to restart <laughs> it, and that's why. <laughs> I'm so used to seeing two separate tracks. Oh, okay. That I was like, we're recording on the same track, and I'm like, no, that's fine. Like, uh, it, yeah, we just both have to talk loud. Okay. <laughs> and then everything's fine. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> And not talk over each other. But fortunately, we can see each other, so it's easier to avoid that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so what were we talking about? You you were saying this is the sweetest romantic comedy you've ever seen at, up to that point? Yeah. I remember seeing that and just thinking it was, had so much heart and you just loved all the characters. So I just remember it being a very special movie. I knew it was going to be a movie, though. I'll love for a while and I'll probably see it again. Not as much as you have, but I've seen it about four times or something. You've seen it about four times? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, peek behind the curtain. I've seen this movie. I saw it a few times every now and then because I think we maybe had it on VHS or DVD at yes. some point. Yes. And then uh, at some point, because it is a Christmas movie, I decided to watch it every year. Oh. And then at, at some point, I was like, I'll just watch it whenever I'm in the mood to watch it. <laughs> and then that was usually like twice a year. So it's been a couple of years since I've watched it. Yeah. But I've seen the movie maybe 20 times. Wow. <laughs> Give or take. I don't know. So you know the movie quite well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, it's a great movie to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is there any movie that's like your absolute favorite movie that you've just seen over and over and over again? It's so funny. I'm not a person that watches movies over and over and over again. I mean, I've seen, there's a few where you'll pass them on TV and you stop and you have to watch. Yeah. There's a few like that. And I, I guess the older films, like maybe like Philadelphia Story, okay. I think I've seen that quite a few times. And, and also, like you say, seasonal things. Like I've seen mm -hmm. White Christmas so many times. I could see that every year. I just, yeah. that's my one of my all-time favorites. Christmas kind of movie, so... But my favorite rom-com is um, When Harry Met Sally. That's oh, my yes. awesome favorite rom-com. And I believe While You're Sleeping is my second favorite. So. <laughs> You're like, I believe it, but there might be a late-breaking development, so. You never know. No, I, I do. I think so. I'm okay. pretty sure that is my second favorite. Yeah. <laughs> You're still saying pretty sure. I mean, it's okay that you don't have a list It has to be my movies. second. It's the second go. favorite, yes. But, um, yeah, because I always, I'm, I'm terrible because I will uh, measure every rom-com to those two films. Yeah. So that you have that's a tall order. So a lot yeah. of times I'm disappointed in rom coms. So whenever ever I really love a rom com or like it, I'm like, oh, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was a rom com drought up until a yes, couple years ago. There so was. it was even harder because that you would get one every couple of years, and right. it was always so derivative and annoying. And yeah, you're like why? 
why is it so hard for people to make rom-coms? I know. <laughs> it seems like uh, it's tricky for people. But there's, I mean, if they just watch, like we say, While You're Sleeping or When Harry Met Sally, I think they're going to do well if you follow similar formulas. You yeah. Know. So in this scene, uh, she's at work. It's Christmas Day. She decided to actually work Christmas Day after all. Oh, that's right. And mm. we see a family um, go by and Pointing they're all together. She's alone. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. very alone. <laughs> and then her Prince Charming uh, comes in and gives her a bus token, says Merry Christmas. She's kind of not paying that much attention, see, yeah. looks up, sees who it is, becomes completely tongue-tied, <laughs> and is just like, uh, and he walks away, and she starts chastising herself for not being able to speak when he spoke to her. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to this too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've all been around someone who's made us feel a little... You know, dizzy, crazy. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, they talk to me more than, hey. And it's like, I don't know what to do with this. And I, I want to say something witty and fun and, and, and nice, but it's like, no, too late. Up, yeah. he's gone. You're like, humana, humana, humana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so she slams her um, hands against her head. Yeah, it must have hurt. <laughs> I know. She's like really pummeling her head. I know. I was like, ow, lady, calm down. <laughs> she's wearing like mittens and a hat, but it makes like this big like, I don't know, almost like thud slap. Yeah, thud slap noise. <laughs> it she's sounds, got her fingerless gloves on. <laughs> yeah. It sounds almost like someone's in a pillow fight or something. That's how loud it is. Yeah. And... um then she's not really paying attention but the audience is able to see that there's two teenage boys who are pulling at his scarf and trying to mug him and uh they both did you notice that um before when she was chastising herself she said something like i could have said nice coat have merry christmas whatever mm -hmm. and then the two guys mugging him were saying said to him like nice coat kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like pulling at his mm -hmm. clothes you shouldn't have worn that coat yeah. Ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know if he like loses balance or they're kind of pushing at him and he falls. I think he I think they pushed him. Yeah, they pushed him and then he falls all the way onto the tracks and they panic and run away. Yeah. Um, she sees him fall and she runs over and does she I think she like looks around for a moment and then jumps mm -hmm. on the tracks. Yeah. Uh, I'm in here around here. I guess I gotta go in. Yeah. <laughs> he's laying on his back, too. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so when she's on the track, she realizes he's unconscious and a train is coming. Speaking of sisters. <laughs> Hi, you're on air. What's up? Yeah. I'm here doing a podcast with Megan right now. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have a special guest star. We didn't know what to expect. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Just like if your sister calls in the middle of it, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back to the podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> 
And do not disturb. <laughs> Done. So he's unconscious and he's on his back. Yes. <laughs> and a train is coming. A very fast one, she says. That's the express. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line there. <laughs> yeah, this is the... Um, I'll give you my favorite line of each scene. And so the... The first one is when she's talking about how orange her childhood is. <laughs> and the second one is, wake up, sir. The, the train's coming fast. It's an express. <laughs> That'll wake me up. <laughs> an express? What? <laughs> That's a really fast train. <laughs> so uh, she shouts for more people to help her. No one's around. And she uh, rolls under the platform. And the train does try to stop and slow down, but it would have totally crushed them if they hadn't rolled under the platform. I was impressed with her rolling skills. Seriously. It's really good. I don't think I'd be strong enough to do that. Yeah. Just like grab someone by the lapels and just like roll roll around. Yeah. Pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. So I I think she saved his life and she did it impressively. Yeah, she did. (laughs) It's a pity no one was around to see it. I know. Good thing they filmed it for us. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, because I think if I try to do that, I mean, I'd like flop over onto my side (laughs) and my arms would be outstretched still holding onto his lapels and he wouldn't have moved at all. Yeah, that wouldn't be helpful at all. (laughs) But yeah, she's she's a a hero, whether in a bus or on a train track. (laughs) But I was curious when I saw that scene, I was like, I wonder if she had a stunt double doing that rolling scene. Oh, I don't know. I assume so. Yeah. I assume they had a man jump on the tracks with a wig and do it for her. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And maybe like used a dummy instead of rolling Uh, around with Peter Gallagher. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do like, uh, I'll look at the DVD extras and I'll get back to you guys and let you know. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm curious. (laughs) In this scene, we also see in the background that it's the Randolph Walbush um, station. Thank you, station. <laughs> uh, and we see a um, an ad for Second City. So, Chicago. Yes. Establishing place yet again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the goofs I saw on the IMDb page was they said that the horn that you hear in this um, scene uh-huh. where the train's coming at them. Yeah. It's not the noise that that particular train would make. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are such nitpickers, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. None of the goofs made me laugh, but that one did. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that may be true, but I'm guessing the the director or sound editor liked the sound of that train better or that was the train sound that they already had on the board and they were right. like boop <laughs> maybe it was the sound he thought was the most like dramatic or yeah you know like wow danger <laughs> and the other one's like meh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we cut to the hospital uh he's all I don't know it looks like he's about to go in surgery yeah 
and she's not able to go to him because the doctor keeps asking. Well, at first she's asking at the front desk because she doesn't even know his name. Right. And they're like, well, we can't help you if you don't know his name. Then she sees him through, um, like, these double doors, which are glass for some reason. <laughs> it's a fancy um, hospital. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like if you want to preserve people's privacy, like, maybe don't make everything out of glass. <laughs> That's probably a better idea. <laughs> Anyways, she sees him, wants to go to him. The doctor stops her, asks her if she's family. She isn't. He's like, well, it's family only. She mutters to herself the immortal line, mm-hmm. I was going to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> and we see um, a redheaded nurse who I guess is later named Wanda, but she isn't named at this particular moment. She sees her, takes her in. Um, says we'll let him hear your voice and she talks to him and then we see Wanda and the police officer who I guess took Lucy's statement saying oh that's the woman that saved his life and she's like yeah it gets even better that's his fiance (laughs) and he smiles it's like wow that's amazing what a story what a story (laughs) what a story so and then we get our our soundtrack him again like our little plucky uh oh, music. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering if I could look up real quick who did the music for this movie. Well, at least the nurse. I mean, she did it from a good place, you know. She yeah. really, because I mean, it's true. It happens all the time where they're like, "Oh no, you have to be family to see them," and it's like, "Uh, hello." Some people are not, you know, blood relatives, but they're like, could be marrying to that, burying that person one day, or dating them for years and years and years you know yeah i mean she she had her heart in the right place yeah i i can just google this that'll be easier ruth rudnick is the uh woman who plays wanda by the way she wrote a second city script i guess there was a second city movie i don't know oh (laughs) interesting Yeah, she has that one of those, you know, sweet, friendly faces that you could. She just looks like a very caring, nice nurse. Yeah, she <laughs> looks very, her well. <laughs> yeah, she looks very trusting. Yeah, and she's a redhead, so that's per- Megan's. Like, she's a good, good person. She tries. She's a good egg. <laughs> she's a good egg. <laughs> Randy Edelman is the one who did the while you were sleeping score, and it's that dump, dump, dump. <laughs> and that always comes in whenever hijinks are ensuing so yes there's lots of hijinks so you're gonna hear a lot of that yeah (laughs) there are plenty plenty of hijinks in store (laughs) yeah it's funny because like a lot of times i find movies with weird plot twists to be like annoying and contrived right but this one I'm a hundred percent okay with and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think just Sandra Bullock is so likable. That's true. And relatable. That's why I like her. And what really struck me when I first saw it um in the theaters was that she just looks like every girl. And mm-hmm. she I think she was I was surprised. Because I was like, at first, when I saw the ads for it, I'm like, that looks kind of cute. I don't recognize her at all, this girl, Sandra Bullock. I didn't know who she was. 
And I just thought that she just looked so plain because, you know, I just knew her from the ads. I'm like, I was like, why did they cast her? Isn't that terrible that I thought that? <laughs> but when I saw the movie, then I, after a while, I was like, oh, I see. She just has something real special. Yeah. And obviously she does because she's still going. Yeah. And she's making, I think she makes the most out of any actress. I yeah. believe in Hollywood, which is amazing. And yeah. she still looks great. I mean, she's yeah. in her fifties. She looks awesome. She does. Yeah. Yeah. She's aged really nicely. She has. <laughs> yes. And it's funny because I feel like so many movies would want her to start off wearing like these frumpy sweaters mm. and fingerless gloves and bad coat. And then like she gets this amazing makeover and then she's in like really fabulous clothing oh, right. part the way through. <laughs> and it's like, see, now you can mm. see her as like a viable romantic lead. Right. And like she doesn't really change her clothes. No, it's true. <laughs> she stays true to herself the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Even spoiler alert at the end when she's like at a wedding her own (laughs) she's wearing like a very ordinary white dress oh yeah i was like that's the dress you're wearing really because it's something she already owns she doesn't like buy a fancy dress right (laughs) and then she's picking between two very ordinary shoes there's no like magical oh suddenly have access to all this money um so i now i can wear whatever i want and wear designer stuff right it's always just like a very ordinary woman living in an ordinary apartment in an ordinary job. Yes. With ordinary amount of money (laughs) wears ordinary clothes Mm -hmm. and there's no like there's some like wish fulfillment in the movie, but it's never based on like what money yes. she could get out of it. Yes. Which is another reason this movie's good because the fact that the man who at at this point is in a coma <laughs> <laughs> turns out to be wealthy. This could go in a really gross direction of how do I make sure that he falls in love with me so I can have all the money that I want? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't do that. No, so. it doesn't. That is that is a really great point because, yeah, it's not like you say hackneyed or contrite or, you know, like trying to make her Cinderella or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's the whole chapter. That's it. Yeah. Unless you had more to say about this particular part. Or about the movie in general. I've just always, every time I watch this movie, I'm always just blown away about Peter Gallagher's eyebrows. They're a very character serious. on their own. Oh yeah, very serious eyebrows going on. They're intense. I'm like, wow, they're just so black and big and bushy. They just like jump out at you. So that's what really caught my eye. I always forget how like, <laughs> Intense in your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny later. They're like, what about him like struck you? And she's like, his smile. But if it was you, you'd be like, his eyebrows. You'd be like, oh, they're so big. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How can you ignore them? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's where we're leaving it. Yeah, I'm gonna look up his face and look at his eyebrows. You should start a Twitter feed for Peter Gallagher's eyebrows, <laughs> and then he can talk about different things in his life as just the eyebrows. 
Just what it's like to be on Peter Gallagher's yes. face. Yeah. <laughs> Just personifying them. There you go. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good use of time. I'll yeah. do that. <laughs> side side thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Don, for being on. Well, it was a pleasure as always. All right. Um, we'll be back next week. Bye.